ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Cocky Nation episode 17. 17. Cocky Nation episode 17. Today we got a special treat. We got a very special treat. We're joined by a guest. You want to introduce yourself, buddy? Uh, what's up, guys? Um, this is Cody, Cody Hooks, and uh, former marching Woo! southerner, Gamecock fan. Woo! Oh, you flatter me, Eric. Amazing. Amazing. As he said, we are joined today by Mr. Cody, short for Codifer, I believe. Uh, Hooks. Um, sadly, again, Dubs will not be able to be on this episode. It's a very sad day. Very sad. Very sad. Tragic. But he has priorities that he does he's have priorities. He works for care of. Uh, EMA, which is emergency medical management management association something like that Uh, that. and since jsu has this uh, he's a a real hero knack for getting hit by tornadoes which we're we're set to get hit by one tomorrow fun fact apparently Uh, anywhere from midnight to 5 a.m i think we're in the yellow on the map which is where we were in march of 2018 so that's really cool that's so wonderful i mean we, we we made it through the first time. I think we can make it through the... Just barely. My Just building barely. got destroyed. Business yeah. building. Music building got destroyed. Ripping pieces, Mason and... Cody can't Merrill hear the Hall. music. We're playing. I'm playing sad music right now. Behind this. But enough sad times. Let's do happy Gamecock sports times. What do we got today? B-Dog. That's your new name is B-Dog. I like it. Alright, so we're going to recap basketball. We were going to have Caleb's take on what we discussed last week but since he's not here we'll get busy's take saving the world uh we're gonna discuss and talk about the football signings from national signing day we had 23 total players so we'll go more into detail about that 23 yeah it was a lot uh and then we'll close with predictions Woo! sounds like a plan wonderful i'm gonna go ahead and pull up the old lineup because i i haven't looked at it yet so we're doing great well before Where we jump it? in i'd like to give a shout out to softball they started shout out their, softball they started their season this past weekend at kennesaw state they played in the ksu phyllis rafter memorial classic phyllis rafter i guess it's a coach or a player from kennesaw state huh at first and it sounded like you said raptor, and I was like, raptor. Oh, that, that might work with the owls. But R-A-F-T-E-R. Birds ah. of prey. Um, but they played Purdue-Fort Wayne and Kennesaw State. It's and been- they beat the Mastodons in their the first The Mastodons? Game. That's their mascot, Who Mastodons. Purdue Fort Wayne. The Mastodon. Fort Wayne is the Mastodon. Hold on, I know what a Mastodon is. Don't don't tell me. I know what it is. Is that like a woolly mammoth? Yes. I'm a genius. That's wonderful. Something we've learned, Cody, doing this podcast is that I uh, have what some would say is the biggest brain in uh, all of the world. That is false. No. Are you sure? I just knew what a Mastodon was. And I won football predictions. So, as far as I'm concerned, two plus two equals fish. At least, oh, that's an option. Possibly, it works out. That tracks. (laughs) I just did the math. That tracks. 
But, What's, so softball. Yeah, they, they beat the Mastodons the in their Mastodons. first game, eight to seven. That's a cool mascot. And yeah, right? I really like that mascot. And then they lost to KSU nine to one in Ooh, their next game. Uh, rest in so they peace. played both those games on Friday. Saturday got snowed out, and then they had only one game against Kennesaw State on Sunday and lost twelve to nothing. You said it got snowed out. It got snowed out. Talk about southern weather. Wow, gotta love it. Gotta love it. But they'll play at Coastal Carolina in the Coastal Carolina Battle at the Beach. What's Coastal Carolina's mascot? The Chanticleers. So wow. we're doing off, good. Off-brand version of the Gamecock? Yes. Ah. Uh, they'll play Delaware State and What's Coastal Carolina. The Hornets. The Hornets. Hornets. Less cool. Yeah. Uh, they'll play Delaware State and Coastal Carolina on Friday. They'll play Northern Illinois. You know what I'm finna ask? And they're the Huskies. The Huskies. Uh, Huskies. And then they'll play College of Charleston. What's their mascot? I don't know. Look that one up, young man. Why should I look look it it up? up. I'll look it up. Uh, But they play Northern Illinois and uh, College of Charleston on Saturday, and then they play College of Charleston again on Sunday. And that'll be this weekend. Their mascot is Clyde the Cougar. Uh, His name is Clyde? Clyde the Cougar? I haven't heard that name and I don't think I've ever heard that name like actually used. Clyde? Clyde the Cougar. Is Clyde a cool name? Well, when you associate it with Bonnie and Clyde. But what's funny is like it was voted on by the students in like the 70s. That is true. From the it was the Maroons before, which I like better. I like the Maroons. I I do like the Maroons. But your favorite weird mascot, go. Friend. Favorite weird, weird mascot? mascot. Favorite weird mascot. I don't know. I I if I had to put one, I think Wofford. I mean, I, the I terriers. Mean, the, the terriers. I mean, I've like you always see like the bulldogs and the huskies or the aggies, but like That's true, they're the terriers. I mean, it's a what real, is an aggie? An aggie could be several things. It could be a horse. Apparently, it, it can could be, be a, a dog. dog. It could be a devil. It can. It can be somebody in the agricultural field yeah that's this true. is very very true because you got uh you got uc davis texas a&m mm-hmm. ncant that's true brandon you gotta pick one uh if i had to pick one right off the bat i'd probably go with uh the statesman the statesman from that's delta state weird. Delta State. Well, when you consider what they were before, they were the okras. The okras. That's dope. That's okay. much better than like Statesman. That. How do you feel about okra? I love okra. I love fried okra. Yes. See, I'm, I wasn't born in the South, so I'm not a big okra fan. Ooh. I've been raised in the South, Ooh. but that's about it. Yankee? Scum. No, actually, I mean, I've lived here my entire life. I was just born in California. Ooh. When did you move here? Uh, A year old. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll He's still a southern boy. I, I'm still southern I, I'm still boy. southern. I just I'm just not a big fan of okra. I've tried it. It's okay. Okra. I'd, rather, I'd rather have other southern delicious okra is items. really something else, man. That is good stuff. Right. All right. So let's talk about basketball. 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 We lost to the dead last team in the OVC. Yeah, that was tough. I. What was I doing Friday night? I, I can't remember, but it was, I was doing something to where I didn't get home until the end of the game. And 
Thursday, not Friday, Thursday. And I looked at the score and we were down. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I wish I watched the game. I did not. So I don't have any commentary. But you know what? We're going to look up ye old box score. And that's how we're going to draw conclusions. I mean, the one thing that really catches me, and the, and this goes for both that game and the game that we played against UT Martin, was that our our three-pointers and our free throws are just... Are just not consistent. Poo poo doo doo. I mean, like say. in that game, I mean, we only got nine three pointers. I mean, we did better in that game as far as like free throws. We, you know, we got nine out of thirteen, but like still, it's not a consistent number. It's always just either fluctuating or it's always low. Yeah, we were nine for twenty eight, shot for thirty two percent from three point. Which honestly, not. Terrible. Not terrible, Not terrible, but, it's but when also... you're taking 28 shots and you only make nine, I mean, I mean, heck, Southeastern Missouri got eight out of 17. I mean, that's that's about half. That's pretty decent. I wish I watched the game. I don't know what happened. I don't know if we played down to Simo's level or they just had a really good game. I truly have no idea. Which you know. As a host of a Gamecock-specific sports podcast, you know, I probably should know things like this. Yeah. But guess what? I don't. From field goal for field goals, we were about 40% in the SEMO game. Yikes. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about Kane Henry, because Kane Henry in both of these games was on fire. I like Kane Henry. He's doing a phenomenal job. I mean, you I mean, look at the stats from his last game with UT Martin. I mean, 20 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. I mean, he he's been playing consistent and he's showing it. Mhm. I still don't think Coach Ray Harper likes him. Why I do you say that? I get that feeling. I just get that feeling from watching them interact a couple times. I just get the feeling that Kane gets yelling a lot. I just don't think he likes him very much. Well, do you think maybe it could be some sort of, like, tough love, or is it, like, I legitimately just... think that Kane just, like, gets yelled at a lot in practice. I don't think it's, like, a tough love thing. I just don't think Ray Harper likes him very much. Hmm. But yet, he's one of our top scorers. So, that begs the question, is it... Is it a coach thing? Or is it a, is it yeah, a, is it a coach is it a thing? thing? Is it player is it i mean happening in practice or i'm probably in practice i don't think it's anything he's doing wrong it it could just be you can be an amazing player but have a terrible attitude not saying he has a terrible attitude but right it the way a coach likes you or not doesn't necessarily have a whole lot to do with your actual performance right i mean that's an interesting take though i mean i mean you know sometimes a team and a player is only as good as as the people that you you know, you connect with and the people that you talk to. So, I mean, it's something to take into consideration sometimes. DeTorian Ware, I was just looking at his stats. Yeah, he led games. us in the UT Martin game. Yeah, and then he was the second highest scorer in the SEMO game. Looking at our season stats thus far, does anybody want to guess who our points leader is? Points per game? I'm going to go ahead say, and say it's either Kane Henry or Jakar Cross. I was going to say it was probably like Harden, but I mean, I could be wrong. It is Jakar Cross. 12 is points it? a game. 
Nice. Really? And when we get rebounds with 6.8. He leads in rebounds? I'm asking, do you want to guess? Who is it? Cook? Kane. Kane, correct. Oh, okay. Assists. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Cook this time. I mean, I could again, I could be wrong. You are correct. Oh, really? It is Cook with 3.4 assists a game. Steals and blocks are both the same person. One steal and .8 blocks a game. Who is it? Three, two, one, Brandon. Three, two, one, Cody. Where? Incorrect. Ah. Um. Brandon could just look at my laptop right now, and I appreciate his honesty. He just did, though. As soon as I say that, you look right at my laptop. Yeah. What is wrong with you? It's Kane Henry. Yeah. Is it? Is it really? So Kane? points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. Kane has three Which, of those. Which that surprises me because it's point eight blocks a game though. Cross has a lot of blocks on, yeah. on the season as well. Yeah. Cross gets blocks. Kane gets blocks. Uh, but yeah, those are our stats. Did Welsh play any in this last game, or just he played in the Semo game? And he did play in UT Martin, but didn't have any points. He likes. I like Eric Welsh a lot. Welsh. I'm a big I mean, Welsh, Welsh fan. A, I mean, Welsh is a decent player. I mean, he's he, fast. He is. He 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 has got a a little bit of a speed to him. I mean, he's not my favorite he player, but hustles. I mean, I that boy he, has hustle. Right. Yeah, Robe hasn't been. Yeah, Robe has really took a back seat recently, and I'm a little disappointed about that. And I wonder if it's because Kane does get results, even though he gets yelled at a lot, I'm assuming. I mean, possibly. I mean, is there... I mean, again, it's one of those, like, maybe there's an underlying issue that we might not know about that maybe put him in that back seat. But I think he's just uh, bad on defense and doesn't move very well. On offense or defense. Mm-mm. Possibly. He can shoot. He's pretty soft, though. Like. That's a fair point. You know, you put Jakar across on Robe in a one-on-one, and Jakar's just going to bully him because he's just he's just not a very strong player. He can shoot threes, though. Mm-hmm. He that can is shoot he really threes. Can. Let me see. Who's I'm going to go ahead and say this. Another fast player that really didn't perform as well as I thought he was gonna do on the road compared to what how he performs at home um Saint Hilaire he didn't perform very well at SEMO or UT Martin I haven't seen enough of Saint Hilaire to form a strong opinion on him either way I just feel like when he's on the court he just he doesn't stand out as doing anything particularly good or bad. Which he I stands guess is- out to me because he's a lot like Welsh. He's very fast. He is, but I mean, I, I kind of have to agree with Eric on this one a little bit that, you know, there's just not enough of a, there's not enough to say, well, you know, he's this or he's that. I mean, yes, he's got a, some decent speed to him, but I mean, it's still one of those like, I, I want to see more of it, you know what I mean? Before I can make a, a valid decision on, on my opinion. Mm-hmm. Derek St. Hilaire averages 7.4 points a game. Hmm. Which is not bad. Not bad. Compared to... Is it Kane that leads the no, team in Jakar points? No, it's Jakar that leads. 
with 12. Jakara, yeah. Kane has 10.6. We only have three guys that average double digits, and that is Jakara, Kane, and who do you think is the other person? Purdue? Incorrect. Mm. Rope? No. Purdue averages 2.2, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Oof. It is Datorian Ware. Ware. Okay. Ah, okay. I'm doing a lot of guessing game, but does anybody... Last one. Anybody want to guess our highest percentage three-point shooter? Highest Welsh. Percent- yeah, it's probably Welsh. It is Welsh with 56.5. Hmm. I mean, he's... It's almost like if I he's open... like Welsh. If he's open... Beyond the three-point line, he's going to make it. We have two boys above 40 right now. We have Derek Cook with 41.4 and Martin Robe with 40.8. couple guys in the 30s, a couple guys in the 20s, a couple guys in the zeros. We well, are shooting better than we were last year, though. That mm-hmm. is very true. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't seem like it at home games. Yeah. Well, um, we also shot so bad from three last year that we never even did it. So... Yeah, last year's season was a little a little rough for us, but... Well, I mean, even though we were more successful than we are now. It wasn't even... It just wasn't... It wasn't like a rough season. We just weren't was, a very balanced basketball team. Right. We gave the ball to Jason Burnell and let him do whatever he wanted with it. Which worked enough. Not enough to win the OVC. And I think that's, that's what they're trying to change. I think they're trying... I mean, they have a star player. It's either cross but a dynamic or, team, yeah, makes or change. We don't have and a so star. We definitely try- don't have a star player. I think we do. It's between Cross and Kane. That's okay. If you say it's between two people, then how is that we definitely have a star player? And, and because see, it varies. Every that's not game what that a. I've, that's not a I think, star player. I think player. we have star. I think we have good players. I don't think we necessarily have a star player, but. That's not necessarily a bad thing either if you think about it because you allow that dynamic to be seen if you have solid players working with each other, playing the game, and it's not, oh, this person's playing and consistently and it's that one-star player. You're going to see a change in every game. You know what I mean? In my mind, the star player is the person you give the ball to when you really need a bucket late in the game. And if you ask people in the crowd who that person is, you're not going to get the same answer. People are going to have very different answers. And based upon that, we don't have a star player right now. I think it can and should be Kane, but um, that's just not the way it is. Jakar is getting the ball when I think Kane should. Now, remind me, is Kane a is he a junior this year or is he a... I don't senior. remember. I will I'm check. I'm not 100% sure. Kane is a junior. Okay. ESPN is a junior, no redshirt or anything. Jakar Cross is a senior, and Ty Hudson is a senior. Other than that, everybody should return next year. Well, that's Two a seniors, good thing. And we'll also get that Georgia transfer. He'll be eligible next year, too. So, we should be good next year. Should be. We but should be. The se- but Football again, team also should have been good, but... Yeah, that's, 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 a, well, that's a whole We're in the springtime now, so I'll let it go. Alright, so, moving on... Since we were going to get Caleb's takes, we'll get your takes since you're on tonight. Um, Sounds good. What are your thoughts on a coach allowing a player to transfer and play based on his... Let me rephrase that. What is your thoughts 
on a player transferring and the coach letting him transfer and letting him play based on his background. So that was so weird. Hold on. Can I give a shot? Can I'm gonna give this one a shot. Um how much do you think a coach should take into account a player's off the field background, past incidents, things they're doing now in their role on the field? Thank you, Eric. So you, you're asking about the current coach that that player is trying to go to. Let's give an example. Okay. Right. Yeah. With this this is all based upon a discussion we had last episode, which is not up yet. Um, we'll, we'll probably end up going up at the same time this mm-hmm. one is, but that's fine. You can have uh, a long time to listen to the podcast. But Landon Rice, if you remember, tight end transferred here from Auburn, right. who had uh, a rape case at Auburn that never went to to criminal court. But he was banned from Auburn for, it was originally eight years, and then I think it got lessened down to one year. Uh, and he came here, and there were protests, if you remember that. Students were That's protesting yeah, the athletic department, that. saying, we don't want this guy on campus, he's a danger, blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't let him play. Um, and the question is, if you're Coach Gross, uh, and you have this kid, Landon Rice, who's a good football player, and mm-hmm. you think it helped your team win... Uh, what do you do? Do you do you let him play? Do you sign him? Or do you say, we don't want anybody on our team that has a questionable background? Well, I mean, I guess if you think about it, it would be based on if we're talking if we're talking from an uh, from a broad spectrum, like if this was at any other school, I guess it would really just depend on the politics of the school. You know, how close is the athletic department connected to the school as far as connected you know, and not connected and, you know, who's making the decisions, who's pulling the strings. And so if we're talking from just that coach, I think that coach does need to take that into consideration because, you know, whether it be a rape case or if it be, you know, a drug possession or, you know, you fill in the blank here, it's something that that coach still needs to analyze. And, you know, then from there, it does kind of become a little bit more of the politics side of it where it's like, okay, well, let's talk to the school, let's talk to the board, see what, you know, and get their opinion on it because it's not just a one man decision. It is something that they need to take into consideration, but you know, as far as like who makes that final decision, I'm not sure, you know, but it is something that you need to look at because regardless of whatever it is, you know, whether it be a positive thing or a negative thing, you still have to look at it. You can't just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to worry about it and put them out on the field, you know, because you never know what could happen. You know, you always have to take things into consideration. There's not a black or white. There is a gray and you have to analyze that gray to see a black or white. Does that make sense? Okay. Good answer. Mm -hmm. Good answer. I think where I stood on this topic was if, a coach thinks a player is going to help him win. I think he should play that player personally, unless they are a danger to people, right? Like if you get a transfer who's been known to stab people every once in a while, right? Maybe I don't want to be responsible for putting him out in the world on my campus. You know what I mean? But in the case of Landon Rice, there was no criminal trial. He served his suspension in some sense, he's served his time, and I think if he will 
benefit my football team, I'm going to play him. I don't really care what his history is. Like, to be honest, a player could serve jail time. And if I'm the coach, I'll still play him. Right? If I think they are not a danger and that they'll help me win football games. That's just my personal stance on it. Um, and we thought this was a good conversation because a lot of people see JSU as last chance you, second chance you, depending on who you ask, because we get all these transfers from different schools. Um, and I guess there is, in a sense, you do have to be aware of the image you're putting out. Like, if you get... It's, it's one thing to have one situation like this in Land and Rice, right? But let's say we get like four or five dudes coming from schools and those four or five dudes have also had sexual assault or rape cases. That right. might not be a good look. Exactly. You know I, mean? I mean, So you have to consider that. But for me, in most cases, I think if a player is going to help a team win, I'm playing them as a coach. That's where I, my personal stance is on it. Because in my mind, a coach is job is to win football games right that's just where i personally stand on it but i think you were somewhere similar Mm -hmm. i pretty much said that if it was anything serious then then they shouldn't be accepted onto the team Mm -hmm. now if it was like minor drug charges like so are you possession. saying Landon Rice should not have been allowed to play on the team? It doesn't get much more serious. I we mean, had this discussion, but in his case, there was no evidence brought to the table. I believe there was. But it turned out to be I remember there just being an accusation. Something, there was nothing... There was some something like it was like text messages. I don't want to get into hold the case, but I, if I remember correctly, there was definitely concrete evidence that yeah, this probably kind of happened. If I remember correctly, but Auburn seemed to think something happened, but there was no criminal case ever. About right. It. In my and mind, so if you're going to help the football on, team, you're going to help the football team. On that, because there was no criminal case, there's an exception. You but, get into such a weird spot with, yeah. with criminal cases I mean, and things yeah. that happen at a school because you can do something very illegal at a school and not necessarily be tried as a criminal. You can be found in violation of the student code of conduct. There's all sorts right. of weird things like that from there's school a, to yeah, school I mean, that makes transition modes those arguments like very that. complex. But And so know, pretty much mine was if it's something minor like drug possession – Unless it's repeated and they're constantly in trouble because of drug possession. Mm -hmm. Take KJ Stefferson. We know of one incident where he was arrested because he was in possession of marijuana. Mm -hmm. I'll bet you $35,000 that there are 10 JSU football players in possession of marijuana this very second. Oh, I'll, bet I you, I'll bet you a million dollars I mean, I that there's 10 football players I mean, I in possession know. of marijuana this very second at every school in the country. But are they – this? I am not saying marijuana is a good thing, but have they been arrested? No. no. So unless you have – unless you have been arrested, if you've been arrested multiple times because of the same charge – 
then you might need to consider if he should be on the team or she be on the team or not. But if it's just one arrest and everything after that is clean, then, I mean, yeah. I would I would let that person on my team. Right. And, and and for me personally, I mean that's that's an area of expertise that I'm not very uh, qualified to 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 give a a good answer for, but one thing that Eric that you had mentioned is that JSU can sometimes be considered second chance you, last chance you. You know, I I had read something uh the other day where it's like, would you rather be a backup player for an FBS school or a starting player for an FCS school. And, you know, I know sometimes we do get that rap, you know, yeah, we have a, you know, a couple players here. I mean, heck our, our quarterback is from Clemson. And, and I understand that sometimes, you know, that can, you know, give us quote unquote a bad image. But if that player is wanting to play and we accept them and let's say they go off to, I don't know, play for the OVC, then go to the Super Bowl, a.k.a. Garoppolo? Yeah. Then why not? Give that give that player, give that kid a future. I mean, if, it, if it's so wrong to have players transfer in from an FBS school, then, you know, why are they still doing it at other schools? The only thing that I think people overlook with this transfer conversation um, they always think that these are all players that like everybody says like everybody wants to be a hero like there's no chemistry they don't want to be a team they just want to be a bunch of individuals and that's just i think that's a dump i don't think that actually holds any water in any program it doesn't um mm-hmm. the big issue that people overlook is if you have a team of transfers you have a team of people who your football program was not their first choice and that I think is pretty significant. Um, like you, t- it's not. You could say that they don't even want to be there. I think that might be a little bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. But think about the best players that JSU has ever had. Most of those players were recruited by JSU, and they came to JSU to play football. Right? Mm-hmm. They didn't go right. to another school, fail, and then come to JSU as a plan B. You know what I'm saying? So there's definitely something to be said for somebody who wants to be at a school and has always wanted to be at that school. But the whole team of individuals or like, I, I don't think that holds any water. Mm-hmm. But I think we've hit enough on that topic. Mm-hmm. Right. So. so the next <laughs> one is the Atlantic Sun expansion. So because you don't know... A whole lot about this. I know I'm, a little bit. But... I'm, I'm going to briefly explain it. Pretty much the Atlantic Sun wants to explain, explain, expand to 20 teams. And... Did we already talk about this? Yeah. He, we talked about it last week. Why are we talking about it again? He wants, he, he wants oh, my insight. Oh, okay. And so, they want to expand to 20 teams. The what is called the Atlantic Seven, mm-hmm. the seven teams that have played together for eight consecutive years. They want to put them in the original or the new Atlantic Sun, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Um, 
but that also will include some other teams that are either at the FBS level or don't even have football uh, at their school. Mm-hmm. So those teams will be in the new Atlantic Sun. The remaining teams will be put into a new conference called the United Athletic Conference. Uwak. So Uwak. pretty much a lot of people are saying JSU is a possible candidate. So what are your thoughts on us possibly moving? Because we are, I, ha, I do know we are looking to move in some way, some form or fashion, whether that be to the FBS or whether that be to another conference or whatever. I mean, my, my opinion on this is that a team can only get better over time if the conference that you're in is consistent with you. Jacksonville State has been a consistent team, not counting this past year. I know we went 6-6. Six and six. But besides the point, if you look at the last several years, we have been very, very consistent. And I think that moving, and, if, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, in this new United Athletic Conference, Kennesaw um, Kennesaw State and North Alabama would be a part of it, right? Correct. And so I think that would be a very good opportunity for not just Jacksonville State, but these other teams as well to get better outside of the teams that they're already playing. I think OVC is is, is a you know a very good conference. Not I'm not hating on the OVC, but I also think that Jacksonville State does need to move out of it. I think that if we move to the United Athletic Conference, UAC, as Eric, as as Eric likes to, I have as, to get a soundboard, and one of my buttons will exactly. say UAC. It's going to say UAC, but I think it's going to be great for us. I think you know whether we move to that division in the FCS or to that conference in the FCS, my bad, or to an FBS, that's the only way we're that's the only way we're going to get better. And I think it's going to be helpful. I think it's going to be beneficial for us, and I think it's going to be beneficial for other teams. Plus, you got to think, you know, we have a rivalry with North Alabama. We have a rivalry with Kennesaw State when we play them. And I think the fans are going to like it. I think the school's going to like it if we make that change. Now, if they decide on something different, then let's go for it. But I think that's the only way we're only going to get better. And, you know, I, I, I think I mentioned it to you at one point that it almost looks like an SEC of the FCS if you look at it almost. Yeah, because it's going to be based in the southeast. Right, and I, and I think it's going to be... Overall, that's my opinion. I think it's going to be good for them. I think it's going to be good for all of us. And if they don't do it in the near future, why not? Now, I didn't ask this last week, but what are some teams that you th- you would like to see join this conference? <sighs> um, I mean, Los we- Angeles Clippers. FCS, buddy. <laughs> oh, FCS? We're not talking. <laughs> I mean, are FC- we- That's really the... You didn't say, like, oh, football teams. Yeah, I said what? the Clippers, and you were like, no, FCS teams. What are some FCS <laughs> teams that you would like to see join this conference? I, I mean, know, it... I don't even know if I want to see JSU join this conference yet. I I think I, I think they would be good. I mean, possibly Walford, maybe? I don't know. I don't think Walford will move because the SoCon is made up of primarily private institutions 
I mean, fair. I mean, Chattanooga would also be a, a potential candidate. I mean, it depends. Are you wanting are you wanting to keep this in the south, or are you wanting to try to keep this, you know, kind of on the east coast of the of, of the United States? I mean, it really just well, like you said, it's it looks like the SEC of the FCS geographically. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I would like to see Central Arkansas possibly join. Possibly, possibly. Um, what's your ideas of Austin P though? I mean, I know that I look. I'll give it's credit for the breath. Tennessee teams see, that see. I think that will join are Chattanooga, Austin P, and Tennessee Tech. Not the Titans. No, not the Titans. See, I I don't like Tennessee Tech. I don't think that they would do well in that because well, you got to have some bad teams. <sighs> join this conference i mean fair but i also think like it needs to be a consistent like half and half so like you know you win a couple you lose a couple and and be like that tennessee tech is not necessarily that i mean they do have some some years where they do hold that consistency but i mean i don't know that's just my opinion either them or etsu I do like the idea of ETSU, and I really liked the game that we played in in what was it two years ago when we played them at Jacksonville yes. State. I thought that we should have really, lost that game. We should have lost that game. They but, fumbled in the end zone, I believe. It, but it was actually a really good game. I I, I enjoy what ETSU is doing. Uh, you know, I don't follow them. You know, religiously, I follow the Gamecocks. You know, obviously, but. I think they would also be a good match, but Tennessee Tech, mm-mm, I don't see it. Austin P, I think they're getting there. I think uh, you know they they made some changes. They're getting there. They you know they're showing up, and it's showing. I mean the proof is in the pudding from this past season. You know they went f- <laughs> they went farther than we did. Hate to say it, but there's going to be years like that. So I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what will happen, um, but. If we don't move to that conference, I I do believe that we need to move out of the OVC. That's the only way we're going to get better. And if whether it's another FCS, you know, conference or if we move to the FBS, I don't think that would necessarily be the best decision either. I just hope that they make the best decision for us. But again, I'm I'm not the athletic director. So staying on our discussion segment, um. We're going to move into talking about our 23 players that we signed. I'm going to play the XFL theme last, song behind this. The XFL? Yeah. Because that's where these boys are headed. Um. <laughs> did y'all actually even watch some of those games? I did. I, I picked did. a team. I'm, uh, I'm a Seattle Dragons fan. That's a team I picked. I, I still don't know if to pick up any games. This is the XFL theme song? Is it really? I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know who I'm going to pick. Uh, but we have 23 players signed. Hold on, I'm trying to look at the green song. Hold on, let me hear this. Let me hear this. I can't, I, if, <laughs> can't let you hear it. You have to look it up on your own time. It's too oh, much. I didn't, I didn't think there'd be words in it. See, if there's words, it's going to clash it's with what we're It's got words saying. in it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's uh, go NFL XFL. football TV theme songs. Okay, yeah, let's talk like about these one. boys. Um... But we had 23 players sign with us last Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday on National Signing Day. And we signed some pretty big guys 
Physically um, or star rating wise? Stats wise, like height, how much they weigh. And we signed a lot of offensive and defensive linemen, which is what we need. Thank the Lord. Um, I think I counted. I think I counted almost about 10 signees with the defensive line and offensive line combined. And that's including um, tight ends with offensive line. Um, But the biggest guy that we signed is Malcolm Key from Sales Creek, Tennessee. What a monster. I'm looking at his size. 6'8", 355 pounds. That's a thick boy right there. That is a he's, thick boy. And he's fast. And he plays D-line? Where's he from? Sales Creek, Tennessee. Wow. And then we have uh, Drew Paget, O-line, 6'7", 270. I mean, like Robert Johnson. I mean, you know, 6'265". Two, two That's big at 6'. Mm-hmm. I th- we also got a three-star running back from Jacksonville High School. Local boy. Uh, 5'11", 170 pounds, so I think he's actually going to redshirt because he's so little. Um, You think? Yeah. I don't know. I think... Also... I see uh, good things for him. I really do. We just signed... No, he's a tight end, so... Uh, He might have some struggles because he was probably coming in like, oh yeah, I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be the running back at JSU. I'm the guy. And now there's these rumors about a young man by the name of Whitlow from Auburn. Yeah. See, I haven't heard those rumors. You haven't heard that? No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, Booby Whitlow. Booby Whitlow. Yes. Entered the transfer portal. And some tight end coach, can't remember, tweeted like, whoa, JSU just got something. And he put like a orange and blue emoji with like a, like a tiger paw. So everybody thinks that we've we're gonna we're gonna pick up Whitlow from Auburn, which is not what I originally thought. But you I mean, were, you thought something weird. I don't remember I, what you thought because he worded it weird. I thought that he said he said oh wow oh wow oh wow JSU something, and it had the orange and blue and then the paw prints. Yeah, what did so you think? I thought that we had scheduled Auburn. Again, or we scheduled a home and home with Sam Houston State. No, <laughs> I think it's all but confirmed that we have Whitlow. And yeah. in that case, it might make more sense for this kid to redshirt. Yes, How, possibly. What year is Whitlow? He's Whitlow? done. Has he done two years at Auburn? No. How many has he done? One. He only did one season I think at Auburn. So I think let he me, was a freshman. Me, I'll double check. Yeah, Whitlow. let's get a double check on that one. But the reasoning that he. He actually got kicked off of the Auburn team. Um, yeah, he's he w- a sophomore. This okay. upcoming year, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so he he's got currently kicked- a sophomore. It says class sophomore. Hold oh. on a second. So is he coming in as a sophomore? As a sophomore, or- is he coming in as a junior? Is the question. But I mean, even then, it might turn into. I mean, let's look at Alabama. I mean, you got two his little brother. You got that five-star quarterback that's coming on in. And, you know, it's just going to be a battle for the front spot. But even then, like, my opinion is why focus on one when you can use both? 
Well, we've always run, we've always rotated our running backs. True, true. So, either way, we're running at least two running backs every game. And so, what's to say that the two of them aren't aren't the two? Whether it be Whitlow as the as the starter, and then you know Wiggins comes in behind him, or if it's vice versa. I mean, well, we have one of our running backs from this past year. He's returning. Whitlow played in 2018 and 2019, so he's going to be coming in as a junior. Correct. Likely. Correct. Okay, so he's. There's a guy that I can't remember which one from this past season, but one of our running backs is returning. But you got to remember that in in football, at least if we're talking about in football, and this this occurs in any sport, it doesn't matter whether you played one year or three years. If if there's somebody that can that can take your spot and shows that they are consistent in that, there's nothing that can hold them in that. That, Especially considering our running performance this past year, exactly not good. I'm fully prepared to replace both those boys. And 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 so Green am I. and Matthews, I believe their names are. One of them is graduating, or he isn't returning next year. Now, my opinion is that if Whitlow comes in, and Wiggins is coming as well, I think it's going to be them. I think it's going to be. It's, I think so those too. Too. I think that now. I think Whitlow. If it since he does technically have that experience in a college level game because he has played for two years, you know maybe not a lot, but he he was there. I think he might get a little bit more of that playing time this year. But you got to remember that that gives Wiggins time to better himself. Mm-hmm. You know, even I mean, though that, he is getting experience as he goes, right? And and that was my opinion on. Now I'm not I'm. I'm not an Auburn fan, but I was keeping up with him this past season. You know, I was one of those people that said Bo Nix should never have started. I don't think he should have. And you watch what happened. They lost their second string quarterback who should have been their first string. I think Bo Nix definitely should have started. I, I don't think so because he was young. And, you know, yes, I get it. His dad was, you know, was, was a quarterback at Auburn and, and did great things there. But... It doesn't. It shouldn't be the reason why. Yeah, you know, and he had good stats himself, but I feel like that's kind of you know the politics side of it. And I think he wasn't ready. I think there was time for him to grow. Maybe he should have started this year, but I don't think he necessarily should have started this past season. But I think he was good enough to it. start, and now he's battle tested. And Auburn has a quarterback for four full years, and that's who's good. all in. I mean, he has been battle tested, and you see that now. But I think this past season, like. If, if I'm being unbiased towards Auburn, I think that they could have been better if they just would have waited. You know, give him time to play, maybe, you know, on the second half, you know, on, on certain games, you know, unless it's a very vital game. But you, you put in that player that you know that he knows what he's doing. He knows how to play the game. He knows how to play with that team. Let him do it. Yeah, Bo Nix is, you know, here, here he is now, and he's going to be better in the next couple of years. But that's how I see... Wiggins and Whitlow you let Whitlow play you let Wiggins in and then when Whitlow leaves Wiggins will be there yeah I I agree um he's gonna have to it's gonna be a huge wake-up call for him being that size though um I, I just think 
yes, I want Wiggins to play, but something tells me that he needs to redshirt. So we may still see him play because of the redshirt rules that got changed. You can play four games before, or play in four games. I mean, he's going to play. It's not like he's going to get benched the whole season. He's going to get some minutes. I think a lot of the 23, possibly 24 players with Whitlow, Mm -hmm. I think every single one of them is going to play at some point throughout the season. See, what I'm excited for is those defensive lines. You got Malcolm Key, you got Robert Jackson, or sorry, my bad, Robert Johnson. You know, you know what it reminds me of? If we're you know, if we keep quoting back to Auburn, look at Auburn's defensive line this past season and how they just ripped through every offensive line that they played. That's what I see coming up this year. If they are starters, which I mean, you look at their stats, you look at their speed and their size. I, I see a brick wall here. I hope you're right. Well, I hope I'm right, too. Can't get much worse, so. Um, you mentioned Drew Paget. Yeah, he's a big boy. 6'7", 270 pounds. That's a big boy. Very yeah, big, boy. A big boy. Um, I know Cody and I were talking about this before we started recording. Um, even if these players redshirt. We just picked up a game in 2021 against Florida State. So if these players come out red hot, even if they're redshirted mm-hmm. and they play four games, if they come out red hot when they hit that field, I mean, a lot of people are saying we stand a chance at possibly beating Florida State. I'm not even going to pretend like I have the foresight to know how Florida State is going to be in two years. I have no idea. And, and nobody fair. does. I mean, so. all we can do is is try to make a prediction. And my, my opinion on, on the matter is, I mean, look at the last, let's say, five years of Florida State football. You know, I I don't think they've been consistent i don't no, think they're not good. Been good they're they're not but again anything can change i mean you you see one team go from really bad to really good in in several seasons and i think the same thing could happen again so if i had to make a prediction right now based on current stats i think jacksonville's got a really good chance of winning that game but again anything can happen in two years ask me this question next year I can yeah. probably give you a better I would answer. much rather talk about uh, FIU. Well, with Florida International, if these players play in that game and they consistently rotate, because it's going to get hot in Miami. It especially is. that early in the season. It if is. If you're consistently rotating out these good players, I honestly think we can beat Florida International next year. You just got to remember playing on their turf in, a, in an environment – yeah, we're both in the South, but it's Miami. Like, it's this is an environment. It's not the same it's, hot it, it's as not. it is here. And it's, now, we have a humid hot, but, but that it is, is worse. worse. That's yeah, like 100% humidity. You are close to Cuba, I believe, or Puerto Rico. Cuba. Cuba. Yes. You are that close to Cuba. I know for a fact Cuba is humid. So, Miami is definitely going to be humid. <laughs> 
I like how you're basing the weather of Miami based upon. How do you know Cuba's humid? I like how you're basing the weather of. Florida, Florida off the weather. Well, I also, have, as if, I also have experience uh, as if we're as as Americans are more familiar with Cuba's climate than Florida. <laughs> I think we know <laughs> Florida's humid, but I mean, you know, I, I think overall we just have to play smart. I think, you know, again, this is one of those like wait until after the spring spring game, you know, J Day, and I can give you a better answer if if if. Our defense and our offense, see, I'm worried more about our offense than our defense. And that's just me. If it shows up in that J-Day game, I think we could do pretty well in that FIU game. But again, it's it's still too early. Because you're you're trying, it's almost like comparing apples to oranges sometimes. You know, you just got to be careful when you make these, these observations because anything can change so you know catch me in a couple months or you know catch them in a couple months and see you know fiu might go from like where they're at now to alabama worthy i mean they're gonna I'm be like just, ucf they're gonna be UCF. like UCF. The, the original national champions now i i did say that i'm not even gonna pretend to have the foresight to know how florida state is going to be in two years but we all know that I'm always picking the Gamecocks to win. Exactly. Every game. So Gamecocks beat Florida State. Final answer. We'll have to talk about this another time. We'll talk about yes, this we will. Time. Let's, uh, I don't know, are there, oh, hold on. I'm playing sound effects by accident. Hold on. Oh, okay, man. we're good. Are there any other transfers that you want to talk about? Not transfers, signees. Now, one of, one player, I'm excited. He's a little boy. But one guy that I'm excited to see play next season is the four-star wide receiver Jason Jones from Birmingham. Why are you excited to see him? Well, number one, he's a four-star recruit. He's number, 5'11", 156. The, the footage that I've seen of him, though, he will literally go after a ball in any situation if it's thrown to him. Well, I'm, yeah, but he's 156. I said he's a little guy. I know, but he's 156. He can go for whatever ball he wants, but he's going to get rocked by a safety in college football. And, well, he may not play next year. They may redshirt him. Oh, he's going to have to pack on some mass. For sure. Either he'll do that over the summer and play a few games, or they'll redshirt him and he'll pack on the pounds. He's going to have to pack on the pounds. Going into... 2021 see and and he's gonna have to but one player that i'm excited to see and that and the again this is just one man's opinion javarius hoskins i mean i mean look at his i mean he is 6'1 218 pounds defensive end i think I think he could do. I I think he can make some waves. Well, the pictures I've seen of him when he did sign, he is huge, like absolutely huge. And you know, the, sometimes that that can make a difference in in a game. You know, uh, again, that's just one man's opinion. But I mean, he's from Tuscaloosa. 
Paul Bear Bryant High School. He knows the game. He knows how to play. And I I would say be afraid. I th- I think I think the offensive play needs to be afraid of this guy. Could just... he be the next? Um, what's that defensive end that we had? Jackson. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I truly do not know who you're talking about. You Jack State fans know who I'm talking about. Jackson. Did he already graduate? Yeah, he's not on the team anymore. When, when did he, he gra- this this year? I think it was either this year or last year. Let's see. But we actually recruited a kicker, a good Darius Jackson kicker. Yes, no, that's, that's Darius Jackson. Darius Jackson. Ah. could he be the next Darius Jackson? He was, he was a redshirt senior in 2017. Could he be the next? Darius Jackson? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who Darius Jackson is. I, I just... hope not. I hope he's better than Darius Jackson. I don't know who that is. Darius well... Jackson was, like, he got, he was up for the Buck Buchanan Award. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, he actually did win it. All I, I can say is, you know, Hoskins, if, if, if you're listening to this, I'm rooting for you. I think, I think you can do great things, and we'll see. All right. Well, I don't have anything else to say about these transfers. No, I think I'm You want to get to predictions? predictions? Transfer. I keep saying transfers. Signees. Thank you, Cody. Let's let's get to our prediction decisions then. Let me go ahead and cue up the the family feud sound effects. Alright, first game we have Xavier versus number 19, Butler. Uh, is Xavier on Oh, no. I'm playing some things accidentally. I'm making mistakes. I want to say Xavier for some reason. I don't know why. I, I said the same thing. I think Xavier is going to be a dark horse. I th- I'm going think... to go with it. Xavier, I'm yeah. going Butler. You always have to be different. Eh, yeah, okay. I mean, okay. yeah. All right, next game. Marquette versus number 10, Villanova. 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 I will say this about... I'm picking Villanova, but I will say this about Marquette. Marquette is a very good basketball team. That's where Dwayne Wade played. So, yeah, Marquette has always been good. How long ago did Dwayne Wade play? Years <laughs> ago. And you're, and you're basing that on this now? What did we just talk about Florida State? I'm... I'm literally using him as an example. Marquette has always been a consistent basketball team. Dwayne Wade played there. They must be good. Oh, yeah. Definitely. How many years ago? How, I don't know. How about to say, how long ago was that? Somebody looked that up. Right. That was for you, Brayden. Why? What do you mean, why? I picked Villanova. That was just for your comment. All right, what's next? The Iron Bowl of Basketball. Auburn. Alabama versus Number Auburn. 11. I don't know. I, I think Alabama can pull another one out of this. Ooh. The only issue is that it's at Auburn this time. Yeah, and, and so, for that reason, I'm going Auburn. But I think Auburn can get shaky about it. I don't know. I think Alabama, oh, no. as long as they go in with the Come clear on, head. Eric. I'm sorry. I keep playing bad sound. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Everything's going wrong. 
<laughs> Everything's going wrong. <laughs> wah, 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 oh, wah. No. I have autoplay on, and it would finish the Family Feud buzzer sound effect, and it just went straight to one week. Oh no, things are going so wrong. <laughs> We're just going to pick something nice and neutral. Ah! Why? Just, stop, stop, just pick stop. Just the soundless floral patterns. All right. Here we go. We got it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. Next game, number 21, Creighton versus number 12, Seton Hall. Uh, Seton, Seton Hall. Hall. I'm going Seton Hall as well. Every time I've picked Seton Hall, they've won. So I'm not going to stop that. Next game is number three, Kansas versus... Number three, Kansas versus number 13, West Virginia. I want to go with Kansas, but I don't know. West Virginia might pull something out of this game. Kansas. 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 We're going to Kansas. Does Kansas have a like a southern accent, or are they kind of like Midwestern? Kansas is definitely not southern. I don't know what it is, They're but it's not southern. So like Ufta, or like, no, that's probably more like northern Midwestern, but that's just... I don't know. That, that's Minnesota. Minnesota? My best friend's a moose, eh? Alright, next game. Murray State versus Austin P. I'm I'm gonna go with Murray State on this. What are they in conference? They're number one and number two. What are this... their records? Are they the same record? I think Murray State is a 10-2, and, and Austin P is 11-1. Uh, I'm gonna go Austin P for no real reason. Let me let me double check that though. False. Austin P is ten and two. Murray State is eleven and one. I'm not changing my answer. You're going Austin P. Going Austin P. Um, I'm go P. Go. See, I'm I'm P. gonna go with Murray State. I think I think they'll hold it. Right. Now I'm going Austin P. I'm actually agreeing with Eric for once. Ooh. All right, number 24, Colorado, versus number 14, Oregon. See, the, the, the answer to go for would be Oregon. But I'm going to go with Colorado on this. I'm going Oregon. Go Ducks. I'm not picking no upsets today. Wait, I picked Xavier, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I'm picking that upset. All right, next game, Mississippi State versus Arkansas. Give me State. I'll just go Arkansas, just because. I've seen Arkansas play, but I have not seen Sorry, Mississippi State I'm losing State my mind play. listening to the Jeopardy theme song over and over again, so I'm going to stop that. Interesting I'm, thing about that. I actually wrote out a woodwind ditty to be played in the stands. Only you would do that, Brandon. Of the Jeopardy theme song? Uh-huh. And Why? it would only be played when the rest were taking too long to decide... Okay, call that's or review. I'll give you that. I thought you meant it's like a cool thing. No. I was like, I'm sorry? And it was funny because I wrote it out for a stand tune. And in order for the woodwinds to be... Will you stop playing footsie with me? <laughs> I didn't He's mean talking to. to Co- I'm not playing right footsie. There. He's talking to Cody. I'm going to um, play a song that I like just behind this. I'm going to start doing that. The predictions, I wrote I'm just gonna the play a song woodwinds I like. at triple forte. Ah. So, which is hard for Woodwinds to play if none of y'all knew that. Um, next game, VCU versus Richmond. What was it? I was listening. VCU versus Richmond. I, I got Richmond in this. I'm gonna I go think. Richmond. 
I'm gonna go VCU. There you go. Alright, next game, Tennessee versus the other Gamecocks. Well, South you Carolina. never root for the other Gamecocks. Because there's only one good Gamecock. That is false. I always go for a team that is called the Gamecock. I never said my favorite mascot. Oh my god, I just realized that. I'm going to go with the Stormy Petrels of Oglethorpe University. Oh, where? In Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. The Stormy Petrels. Both my parents went there, and I almost went there to play soccer. Well, I'm glad you came to JSU. I'm glad you came to JSU. Stormy Petrels. A seabird. An oily seabird. Is it oily because of the BP oil spill, or is it... I don't know. I think it's an oily seabird. I'm going to look it up. Continue with the predictions. Right, Tennessee I'm gonna do versus research. South Carolina. Oh, Tennessee. This is the only time I'm going to go for the Vols. Eric. Uh, Tennessee. Because we lost to them this year, so it'll make us look better. True. Did I make up oily seabird? Is that a real thing? They're tube-nosed seabirds. Anyways, continue. I don't know who I'm going to pick. Tennessee. I'm I'm just going to go with the easy one. And if I'm wrong, I'll gladly take that L. We'll shun you. It's okay. All right. Both JSU games this week. Tennessee Tech. Both are at Tennessee Tech and at Belmont. I think I made up the oily seabird thing. I don't think that's real. I think there's oily We have two conversations going on at the same time. I know. This is great. Um, first off, um, always, always, always JSU, always the Gamecocks. Can't, can't go wrong with that. Did you say a JSU game? Yes. Cox all the way. For both of them? The Gamecocks are gonna win. Cox all the way, man. Uh, I think for Tennessee Tech, we shouldn't have any issues. Keyword shouldn't, but we lost to SEMO. Um. Play the sound before. So, I... Against Belmont? What are your thoughts on that game? <sighs> you know, Belmont has to be in, in any season. I think you can consider Belmont to be the game for JSU. Whether you play... It's the biggest in-conference rivalry it is. game. Um, I think Eric would disagree with that. but You... And me have different definitions of rivals. Well, who would you consider to be our rival? I don't know, but we've had disagreements about what a rival means in the past. I mean... And I, it means different things to well, us. I think Belmont... I Spoiler wouldn't necessarily... alert, that's going to be our discussion topic next Ooh. week. Ooh. See, Ooh. I, what would you consider a rival, and what reasons would you consider a team a rival? Oh, you asking me now? No, no, no. We'll that, talk about okay. this later. I'm about to say, next let's, week. let's wait th- and have this conversation later. But I I don't know. I think, you know, Belmont and JSU, it's one of the biggest games every year. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, it, you can consider them a rival. Again, we'll talk about this next week. But I, I'm going I'm going to go with the Cox. I, th- I, I have high hopes. Always my, the Cox. My only issue is it's at Belmont, and they destroyed us last time. They just got hot from three. Couldn't miss from three. Nothing you can do when a team gets hot from three. Um, I say they just. They're also a very good team. 
Uh, but I'm never going to not pick the, the JSU Gamecocks to win. So JSU Gamecocks all the way. That's true. Is this more appropriate basketball music? <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters theme. I wish Cody could hear this. Sad day. I mean, nobody. I mean, if we had another set. Um, if you would like to invest in a split headphone uh, adapter, um, please let us know. We would gladly take it. With me, I, I don't know. Like, I want to pick Belmont so that I can be right. How dare you? But at the same That's time. Just wrong. But How dare at, you? But That's like blasphemy. Would you let me explain? No. But at the same time, he's still doing. It. I think JSU might actually pull the upset. It's been one week since you looked at me. I didn't want to. I didn't want to let Brandon speak. I interrupted him with. Um, I, I kind of like. Are you going for JSU? Yes or no? Yes, just because. Will you stop, Eric? Speak, I'm letting you speak. No, you're going to hit the point. Exactly. <laughs> Give your opinion. Give your opinion. Are you going to let me speak? I want you to tell me right now who you believe in your heart is going to win this game. You better not hit that space bar. <laughs> Depends on your answer. I'm going JSU because we, it has been three years since we've lost at Belmont. I'm taking my finger off the button. Good. I'll we'll give him that, that one. We'll give him that I'll one. I'll accept that answer. So, I think that wraps up the does the it episode. Wow. What it's, a wonderful... Let me check the time. How long have we been going? We are about hour 10 minutes. That's not bad. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Let me go ahead and pull up the outro music. It feels... Yeah, it feels... Uh, we, so, we Cody, it today, being please. your first episode that you've been on... How did you enjoy it? You know what? I really enjoyed it. You know, it, it went by quick. You know, it was fun to hang out with some friends and to, you know, discuss the, the very thing that we all love and enjoy, which is Gamecock sports, as well as sports in general. Um, I really hope that this isn't the first and only time. I mean, hopefully you guys will catch me next week. Um, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, maybe well, maybe I'll go to um, the good old Best Buy and go get a headphone Ooh. adapter to so that or I can actually Walmart. hear all this. I take Walmart. Take Walmart. Yeah, I would take Walmart. But uh, yeah, so as long as you guys enjoyed me, um, I hope to be back next week. All right. You got any closing remarks there, B Dog? I just follow our Instagram, uh, like our Facebook page. Follow Coctopus. Follow Coctopus. Follow I might Coctopus. make an Instagram for Coctopus. We'll get there. Yes, at some you point. do need to set up an Instagram. I right, fixed for him. him. He's okay. He's fixed. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. It's been fun. But it hadn't been real fun. Uh, Cockatoo Podcast. Sign it out. Let's go. And then JSU, Cox by 90. We're going to win the National Championship. Yeah.